Welcome back to Viewpoints, listeners. I'm your host, Henry Grosser. It gives me great pleasure now to welcome to Viewpoints for the first time, Martine Oglethorpe. Martine's a digital wellbeing and online safety educator, and she's the author of the Modern Parent Book. Welcome to Viewpoints, Martine. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure, Martine. Now, um, digital wellbeing and online safety educator, um, what does that actually mean? Well, it means I basically help uh, families, parents, students and teachers navigate the, uh, the digital world and um, live in, in harmony with the digital world, I guess, and um, obviously try and help them avoid all of the challenges that um, living with, with digital and online and, and cyber, you know, and, and trying to prevent all of those pitfalls that we hear about so often, um, but also try and encourage uh young people and families and schools to use it in ways that are healthy and ways that keep them safe and ways that can help them them learn and grow and and be educated as well. Mm, And there's so many challenges there. Now, you're a mother of five boys. You have a background in secondary education, so I consider you a colleague as a school principal, and you have a master's in counselling. Your interest in this field, um, tell us a bit about that. Yeah, well, I guess I was starting to do a lot of... um, counselling work with young people and um, and I was finding I guess a lot of uh, disconnect between what parents uh, what parents understood of the digital world and what their children were experiencing of the digital world and it was causing a lot of um, you know a lot of angst in, in families and um, you know kids not feeling like they were understood and you know we had really literally handed this world to our children and 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 put these devices in their hands or their laps or their back pockets and then and um, and then at the same time, then we feel like we're we're trying to control it as well. So there was this there was this disconnect, I think, between um, you know in, in a lot of families. And I really mm. guess I wanted to try and give parents the um, you know the skills and the understanding and the thinking to understand how the technology works, so that they could certainly have the right conversations with their kids, but then also they can put in the right boundaries around all of this. Because I feel like we can't do this if it's if it's you know something that we don't understand. And um, so I, I started, you know, really looking into the digital world and how it was affecting families. And, and also having five children of my own, I knew this was going to be an area that I needed to, to know a lot about. Um, so it really became then my passion to, to try and yeah, give, give parents the understanding and, and the skills to, to work with the digital world, but also, you know, with students as well, to particularly you know, knowing that they are going to be growing up with this. So there's a whole, a whole new set of, of skills and thinking, I believe, that we all need to, um, to really safely um, and, and smartly navigate this, this space. Mm, I couldn't agree with you more, Martine. And uh, right now, and I'm sure you're well aware of the situation in which uh, schools and educators and parents are finding themselves in the middle of this uh, coronavirus pandemic where... Uh, the 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 use of digital devices for remote learning and at school um, has never been on this scale, and it's certainly shown the cracks in uh, understandings and expertise, and even uh, people's uh, feelings about it all. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we have seen, you know, obviously young people particularly taking it up you know, even more than they ever did, but also um, adults as well having to take it up for their own, you know, work, and then also helping their children as well. So. We've seen an unprecedented use of screens, you know, across the board. Um, obviously, for our education and our learning and our work, but also because it's had to replace a lot of the things that have been taken away from us at this time. So, 
you know, a lot of um, our, our social connections have been taken away and it's certainly, you know, kids and their friendships and seeing their mates, um, you know, the, the technology has had to replace that, whether that's, you know, chats and video chats or whether it's social media or whether it's online gaming and talking to their mates that way. But it's also replaced just, you know, the, the downtime as well for a lot of young people. Um, it's become, you know, even more so we're using the Netflix and the YouTube and the live streaming and, and, and the social networks and the gaming have all had to take up, you know, a lot of that, that time that, that kids used to do doing a whole lot of other things that have been taken away from them. So, you know, aside from, you know, do it using it for education, we're still using it to connect and to, to be informed and to be entertained and all of those sorts of things. And this has really happened you know, very quickly and, and I guess for some parents that's you know, become quite overwhelming for them. So, um, yeah, it's certainly been quite a challenging time for everybody at the moment. Mm. Yeah, you're, you're certainly right about the overwhelm. I think it's even overwhelmed um, some of the, the teachers who, while we're all um, up to a certain standard and speed with it, there are teachers who have struggled and this is finding them out. What would be the starting point from your perspective for a family that's at home and they have this sense right now of being overwhelmed? What would be you, what would be your suggestion on step one? Well, I think certainly it's important that you know, families look at their own situation and their own their own needs right now and what's you know, because everybody's got different age children and different expectations and different work for themselves. Um, so I really want parents to look at, you know, certainly helping our children in terms of their education. But I think it's also a good time that we can actually use this to, to think, what are my child's needs right now? What, you know, what exactly does my child need all of this for? And how can I best um, make it work for them and for our family situation? So really looking at and using this opportunity to to pay close attention to the sorts of things that our kids are doing online and decide, you know, is this something that is helpful and adding to their day or is this something that we might need to, you know, make some changes to? And um, so really looking at, you know, when parents say to me, oh, how much time should my child be allowed mm. online? You know, I always say, well, there's, there's probably better questions that we need we need to be asking because it is it is a very complex and nuanced you know world that we now live in so it's not just a matter of saying well here you can have half an hour screen time a day and and you're done with that um it's really important that we look at a couple of other other questions so looking at what exactly are they doing on the screen so obviously when we're you know using it for school it's more than likely going to be educational and it's going to be adding to their growth and their learning um, but in those downtimes and in the other ways they're using it, you know, what is the content that they're consuming? What are they watching on, on YouTube or on Netflix or, or, or what TikTok videos are they watching? All of those things are going to help determine whether it's a, a positive addition to their lives and whether it's good for their well-being or whether it's not or even whether it's dangerous. So you know, there's vastly different uses of, of just consuming content. But we also want to look at, well, you know, are there other ways of using the, the technology? Maybe they are creating things and then therefore is that, you know, more of a positive experience as well. Maybe they are making a movie or, or creating, a, you know, a song in GarageBand or, you know, creating a city in Minecraft. So, you know, what sorts of uses are they, are they having? Is it just merely consuming and therefore not getting that, the benefits of that interactivity as well? Um, and then also looking at, well, what are the effects that the technology is actually having on my child. You know, is my child playing a game um, online and coming away, you know, aggressive and frustrated and, 
and all of those sorts of things and taking a long time to settle down. And, and if that's the case, it's probably not a healthy way for them to be spending their time. And also looking at the experiences of their connections online. You know, are they are they being well supported by by their mates online and having a laugh and enjoying the banter? Or are they getting, you know, excluded or are they um, being bullied or are they feeling um, the comparison of what everybody else is doing? Um, and therefore, it's not really a great experience for them either. Um, and then I think finally, we also want to be looking at, well, what are the sorts of things that uh, my child is missing out on while they're on their device? So, um, you know, again, that in that downtime, are there other things that they, you know, really could be doing? Now, that's not to say they're you know, never going to have downtime on a screen because we know that, that they will, but it's looking at what are all the other things my child needs to fit into their day and, and are all those other needs being met? So are they still getting plenty of time to, you know, be active and, and get fresh air and, and do all those physical things that they need to do? Are they connecting with people? Are they having time just to chill out? And all of those those things that we know that they need because, you know, when a kid picks up one of these devices, they do answer a lot of their perceived needs. You know, they they entertain them, they inform them, they educate them, they connect them, all of those things. Um, and so it can be very easy for a child to to, you know, get stuck on a device and feel like, you know, they're having a lot of their needs met. But we know that they have so many more things that, that need to happen um, within their day and, and for their for their health and well-being. Um, and so we really have to make sure that we're providing enough opportunities for our, our children to experience all of those other things they need to experience. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we need to take a short break. Martine, can you hold the line? Yeah. Welcome back to Viewpoints Listeners. I'm your host, Henry Grossack. I'm in the middle of a discussion with Martine Oglethorpe, digital wellbeing and online safety educator, providing uh, advice and information for parents and, I guess, teachers too in uh, with respect to the use of digital devices in this era and particularly right now when we're in the middle of a coronavirus pandemic. Welcome back, Martine. Uh, thank you. Now, one of the areas I know that uh, is, is often discussed, and, and you did say at the beginning there are more important questions to ask, and, and, and you've raised some of them. A lot of parents do throw up their arms almost in terms of, I can't get my kid off the device. They're hooked on the device, and they're hooked on that particular aspect of uh, managing their children's uh, lives in a balanced way. What do you say to those people with respect to, to that issue, if that's an issue that they're focusing on? Yeah, well, I think it's really important that we do recognise that you know, these devices do have a lot of sway over over our children and, and you know, certainly over a lot of us as adults as well mm. um, because they are made in a way that, you know, mean that it, it makes it hard for us and difficult to put, it, put them down of our own accord because... You know, the games are made with lots of hooks and, and things that, that you know, they know what our brain likes. And so our brain wants to stay connected. You know, we know that, you know, dopamine gets released, you know, when we're, you know, doing well in a game or, or we're enjoying all of the, the likes that we get on our photos. And, and, you know, we also know that, you know, there's not, you know, there's never an end point in these devices as well. You know, there's always somewhere else to go. There's always another level to go. There's always you know, more of a feed to scroll through or, you know, you know, there's always something else. It's not mm. like reading a book where we go from, you know, start to finish or the end of a chapter or the end of a page. There's, there's always something else to do. And so it does make it really difficult 
for us to naturally put them down. So I think for the parents, it does require that we do have to help our children with this. So that means we do have to have some input in those boundaries around the use because our kids simply don't have that cognitive development to know really what is good for them and, and healthy for them at this at this point, particularly our younger kids. So we certainly want to be making sure that we're starting off early with some of those, you know, we still want to have some, some, some time limits or boundaries or whatever works um, in your family to make sure that our kids know that it is just one of the ways that we get connected or entertained or educated or informed. It is It, it cannot answer all our needs. So we do need to make sure that we are, and having these conversations with our kids that I'm not telling you to get off this because I want to ruin all your fun and, and you know, spoil all of all of this, you know, great time that you're having. It's because you have a whole lot of other needs that need to be met. And also, you know, you know it's really, it's just not good for us to be on something for, for that amount of time. And so it is a matter of, yes, communicating with our children. And I know that not all our kids are up for that conversation and because it is something that they are really enjoying um, so we really do just have to still maintain the control over 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 the device use in our home because it's not something that we do want to get out of hand because we know it's a lot easier to you know help you know make some boundaries and and, and change the behaviors of, of an eight nine or ten year old but it is a 16 year old so I think it's really important that we we look out early for some of those warning signs because some kids are going to be very different you know some kids um, you know, do find that, you know, that obsessive behaviour a lot harder to stop than others. And, and even within the same family, you will find that. So it's looking out for those, I think, those times when you think, oh, I might need to just nip this in the bud now before it's something that, that gets out of control. So um, it is, you know, I think as time goes on and you're finding that this is something that's, that's getting harder to handle, have the conversation with your child, but have the conversation away from the device. Don't try and... Um, you know, tell them that, you know, all the reasons why you need them to get off when they're in the middle of, you know, of a game or in the middle of, you know, annihilating an army or whatever it is that they're doing online. <laughs> yes. You know, it's not, you're not going to get a lot of response. So I think trying to having those conversations away from the devices and coming up to, you know, if you can, with a plan together too that says, this is why I think you need this much time on it. Um, what do you think is fair as well? Coming up with something. Obviously, the, the parent has to have the final say. Mm. Um, and, and monitoring that and saying, you know, if I see that you're not respecting those rules or you're getting moody or aggressive with me, then we have to change the rules again. So, you know, um, you know, it, it is tricky and it's, I'm not saying there's ever a, an easy answer for this, but certainly some kids do find it very difficult. Um, but it is often, yeah, because of, because of the way these devices are made to lure us in. Mm. Excellent. Which leads to the other area that uh, can cause conflict in families, and that is uh, the, the whole issue of safety. Uh, and there can be conflict between parents and kids. In kids want their privacy; they don't like their parents hovering over them, particularly teenagers. Mm. And how does the parent, in a, in a productive way, uh, approach that issue? Do you think? Yeah. Again, an, a, another difficult issue because we do have that that um, you know that line between you know respecting our kids and their and you know their privacy, but also obviously you know our highest priority is to keep them safe. And unfortunately, we know that there are lots of things that happen online that are not safe for children um, and, and teenagers. Um, and that's why I you know, I always advocate for parents to stay very involved when our children, particularly when they're young and starting out on social media. I don't think that just because they get to a certain age that we then say, well, here, here you go, here's your Instagram account, your TikTok and your this. 
and you know you you're you'll be okay. I think we need to pay really close attention, and and we can use that as a as a kind of a, a bartering chip. You know, I, you know, you're allowed to go on the social media, but I need to pay close attention to what you're doing because this is the time I need to help teach you as well because. There's a lot of things that we, we put our kids in front of that they're just not cognitively ready for and a lot of decisions that we expect of them if they're going to play in adult playgrounds that they're not ready for. So we do have to be able to to monitor and, and, and talk to our kids in those ways. Now, obviously, once they're you know in teenagers and things like that, that, that is difficult. And so, um, again, it's monitoring our individual children as well, looking out for some of those red flags, you know, trying to mm. try to keep them out into the family, you know, as well, um, making sure that they're not, you know, using them late at night and all those sorts of things because we also know that that's when a lot of this emotional stuff happens as well. And So it's really monitoring that individual child as well and just seeing, you know, looking out for those red flags that things might not be going so well and, and that they're not having a good time um, online. But, you know, that can be really tricky as well because a lot of young people won't come to their parents no. um, because, you know, obviously we've always thought that, you know, if, if we if we come to mum and dad and tell them that, you know, I'm in trouble <laughs> or I'm fearful or, you know, feeling threatened, well, we, you know, most kids have the belief that they'll take it away, shut it down and all of those. So I think it's important that we, we really look at this, the technology as something that, Whilst there are certainly some, some negative elements to it, we don't really want to set it up as, I guess, the bad guy and something that we're trying to control for our children. But we, we do want to make sure that we are letting our kids know that we understand the role that it plays in your life, in all of our lives, and there is good and bad to it. Um, but, you know, when bad things happen, you, I, I want you to know that you can come to me because you know, we hopefully will be able to fix things, learn from our mistakes, and hopefully there'll be the little mistakes that we can learn from and not, you know, the catastrophic ones. So um, I think it's the, the communication for me has always been huge about trying to keep that communication open between ourselves and our kids so that, yes, we, we are trying to make sure that they do feel comfortable in coming to us or have somebody that they can go to, um, you know, if things do get... Um, mm, very good point. Uh, Time's getting away from us, Martine. Your book, uh, The Modern Parent Book, that covers a lot of these issues. Uh, tell us a bit about it and how people might access it. Yeah, it does. Look, it, it covers, I guess, all of the the sorts of things that we expect from the digital world. It's, you know, um, we talk about social media and self-esteem and cyberbullying and predators and uh, and our digital footprint and 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 also how we can we can try and nurture some really positive uses of technology as well, so that we can try and steer kids away from some of the things that are not so positive for them. Um, but it also is a book that um, really looks at at communicating with your with your children as I was just saying and so at the end of each chapter you know we, we talk about things that a parent themselves can ponder and maybe think about things a different way than they may have thought of previously and also some discussion questions to start with their kids to try and get get these conversations out in the open so um it's yeah it's a book of you know my last 10 or 11 years of mm. uh, working with students and families and um and schools and um you can get it from my website themodernparent.net um, and also from Amazon as well. So it's available as a hard copy or, or as Kindle or PDF. So, um, yeah, you can head there and have a look. Absolutely. Martine, uh, thanking you for coming on the program and uh, sharing your, your your valuable information and ideas on, on this, this important topic. I'd also like to congratulate you on your contribution to um, the well-being and education of, uh, of young people in this ever-growing digital era. 
Thank you very much. Great to chat. My pleasure. That was uh, Martine Oglethorpe, uh, listeners, who's a digital wellbeing and online safety educator and the author of the Modern Parent book, which is available uh, via Amazon or via Martine's website. We'll take a short break, listeners. Don't go away. (laughs) 